windows. The Bucks got all the right steps in Charleston. They now can try their slipper and see if it fits at the big ball. East Tennessee State Buccaneers, they're dancing, boys and girls. Perea lays it up. 1.4. Perea hits it. The pass is caught. Ready for the game winner. Wide left. Bucks win. Bucks is spotting for three. The place is going to erupt. Oh, Deuce Bellow. He's going to make Sports Center with an incredible Jarvis Jones. The game winner got it. Ball game. East Tennessee State's going to leave. They got him. If he catches it, it's over. Ball game. Touchdown to one Stinson. 25 yards. J.J. German for the win. He got it. J.J. German and the Bucks have shocked the Bulldogs. And the sidekick. Say hello to my little friend. What's your name, man? I told you. It doesn't matter what your name is. You're handsome. You have the perfect amount of scruff. And you still have no talent. It's Sandos in the sidekick on the Buccaneers Sports Network. Good Friday, Jay Sandos, Mike Gallagher, another edition of Sandos and the sidekick as it is Saturday's Eve. A couple big basketball games, ETSU women's hoops trying to build off the huge win last night over Appalachian State. We'll talk about that in a second. They'll take on Houston at 2 o'clock. We'll have Buccaneers Sports Network coverage. Mike Gallagher on the call Sidekick will have that for you starting at 1.30, 2 o'clock tip. I'll be down in Spartanburg, South Carolina for a Southern Conference regular season game. That's a little confusing since it is weird. December 1st. Yep. But it will be Wofford and ETSU from Spartan uh, Sparkle Vegas. What do you call it? Spark- Sparkle Spartan Vegas? Vegas? Yeah, something weird. Anyway, flow. Just, I'm uh, refusing to call it that. Yeah, but Spartanburg no. will be there 6.30 inside the brand-new Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium. What's well, uh, year number two there. It was a very nice place for the Bucks to pick up a win last year, although Wofford didn't have Cam Jackson. He's back this year. We'll see how that goes. So a lot to talk about, a lot of basketball action going on in today's show. We'll talk women's and men's hoops. We'll talk bold predictions. Jacob Townsend is in the studio, and I don't know what else we're doing. Yeah, middle two segments no Austin Herring today he is out of town I think rightfully taking a little time away well earned from him the quarterback of the ETSU Buccaneers and he will be back next week he told me and he even offered to call into the show and that's just dedication I mean he's on vacation trying to recoup from a long season a historic season for the team and one that has thrown and did throw his career kind of topsy-turvy and then topsy again uh, and put it back in the right track, and he led ETSU to the NCAA playoffs for the first time since 1996. Still thinking about the show. You have to appreciate that. So he is certainly in next week, but I told him, don't worry about calling, and we'll get by without you. And I like to keep you in the dark on pretty much everything on your own show. Yeah, I love that. And so that's why segments two and three are going to remain I tell you, you know you're a good host is whenever the producer just kind of throws stuff on you. <laughs> and see, see, and I feel, I feel that way. When you're at a certain big-time level mm-hmm. – you're pretty clueless going into the show. Somebody hands you a piece of paper, and then that's what you do, right? You're just like, okay, here we go. This is the segment. This is who our guest is. This is the question I ask, and we're moving on. Like, I feel like I could be that guy. Maybe I'll have to deflate your massive ego on this show at some point before we're done, too. I don't know. I don't, I, it's not. I mean, you think you can do that in one show, all show, <laughs> all week? It's a lot of years you got to take out of there. So uh, let's talk about last night. We're actually yeah. sitting in Brooks Gym right now as your your gear set up for, for Saturday's game as well. Uh, but this was a, an epic performance, especially considering the, the women's team had been struggling, wasn't sure what to do. I made the ingenious prediction that somebody needed to help Erica Haynes-Overton. She scoffed at that and went <laughs> ahead through 35 on the board by herself. She did get uh, some help from the post. Brittany Snowden had a double-double. Alexis Spears played just 16 minutes, had uh, 15 points in that. 
that time. Uh, a point a minute. I mean, that's a pretty good ratio. That's about what she's averaging on the year. I really hope that she gets worked in more and continues to see her time on the floor extended. She was averaging 11 minutes per game going into last night. And then it may have been because the game was out of hand. I mean, ETSU went 15 of 18 in the third quarter, shot 83%, hit their first 10 field goals in that third frame out of the locker room. And so Spears could have gotten extra time simply because the game was by the time the fourth quarter came around, already well decided. But she is an absolute force when she's in the contest. I know that Coach Zell's worried about her conditioning, doesn't want to run her maybe too hard in the non-conference and then have her legs give out on her during the conference season. So hopefully continue to gear her up to the point where she's getting you know 20 or so minutes per game once conference season comes around because like she was at Morgan State, I really think that she can be an all-conference player here in the SoCon as well. But, boy, Eric Haynes Overton. I mean, six assists, six steals, 35 points. Shatters her career record for scoring 29 points last year and then 35 uh, this year against Appalachian State. 31-point win and an important one to get. And, and you could kind of hear, you were listening to the post-game interviews, all the relief in Brittany Izzell's voice. And she said, everyone in the locker room, you know, it's not so much a celebration, it just – it's like a weight is off our shoulders, and that's important to get that first one because especially ahead of a Houston team that's coming in here and projected third in the American Athletic Conference, Connecticut, of course. A little team called Connecticut Women's Basketball, pretty decent. Then USF, both tournament teams last year projected first and second. But if you didn't win that game last night, you were staring down the barrel of starting 0-10, unless you could pull the upset against Houston. And like we talked about yesterday, 2011-12, that was the worst start in ETSU women's basketball history at 0-10. So glad they got that win. And I said that yesterday it was not going to be easy. Well, speaking of scoffing and spitting in the face of that, Eric Haynes over to the Bucks did exactly that. No, and I think uh, the most impressive part of that was the way they did it, right? It's one thing to get a win. It's another thing just to totally dominate. And, I mean, it was really from the jump, right? Had a nice, uh, I think, 10-3 run to start the game. Then all of a sudden they pushed it to 17-18 right before halftime. Third quarter was something crazy, like 13 of 15 from the floor. There was uh, uh, in the highlights, if people want to go back and listen to it on uh, Buck Sports Radio, if you go to Twitter, Buck Sports Radio should have that up. But the, that little, like, it's like a 30-second stretch where you couldn't even catch your breath because it <laughs> was a bucket, a steal, a bucket, yep. a steal, a bucket. And, I mean, it was just kind of going back and forth. I thought it was just about a dominating as a performance as you could get in, in a game where it seemed like every bit of frustration was just unleashed on the Mountaineers. And a very important game to get that monkey off. So everybody can stop talking about it. Yeah. Well, you haven't won a game. I mean, you get that off. And you get a little confidence going into Houston. We'll see exactly. You know, you get them at home. There's always some things there. There was a good crowd last night. Hopefully that continues. Uh, I think Coach Ezell did a nice job of saying, hey, why don't you – you gotta come to the game. We'll go to Wild Wings. Yeah. I think she's buying. That's she what wins, she said. Right? That's what I, I've got. I, I cut that out for yeah, you, by the way. I heard that. That's a separate soundbite. So in case she forgets, we can run that on the post game against Houston. But I, I think it uh, it was important uh, not just to get the win, but certainly the way they won has to make them just sort of forget about the first part of the year. Here is Coach Zell just generally first quote she gave me last night post game about the victory. Obviously, one very important to her and the team. That was fun. I'm so happy for the kids, and, uh, you know, they deserve a moment like that, albeit short-lived with our quick turnaround on Saturday. But 95 points, everybody gets in the scoring column. Erica Haynes-Overton plays one of the best games, I bet, has ever been played in this facility. Uh, 16 for 26, perfect from the free throw line. Six assists, six seals, 36 minutes. Just remarkable. Uh, my freshmen are starting to come of age. We, we shot the ball well. We dominated the paint. The things that we've been begging them to do, and it's like I told them before the game, Mike, I said, South Carolina is not walking through that door. Right. 
Michigan State's not walking through that door. We've got to come back down to earth now, and this is this is who we're competing with. This is our level. This is what we do. And, uh, you know, be it a rivalry game, you know, our athletic director, Scott Carter, messaged me, and uh, he's never said to me, go beat somebody except for App State. <laughs> uh, it's usually good luck pulling for you. Tell the girls, I said, hey, yeah. go beat App State. And it means a lot to him as a player. It means a lot to him as an administrator. And all the fans that were here, I thought they were treated to a really fun game to watch. Well, he just sends it for App State. I, I don't even want to tell you what I sent it for Chattanooga, but that's a, <laughs> that's a separate subject. But, no, I think you, you, you could generally hear that. That was a different uh, – and I've been in the studio, I guess, for about four games now. Yeah. <coughs> you can tell the difference in her voice just for the – and I think relief is the right word. Just it's over with. All right, we got that. Got to win. It's that another. And I think if you are a fan and you are not treated to – something great last night and just something's wrong with you as a fan yeah and what a way to do it especially without four players that play a decent amount Shania Jackson um, probably plays the least of the four that missed last night's game but uh, a freshman that provides some good things off the bench Micah Sheets that found out last night from coaches on the pregame show she said that Micah's done for at least the next two weeks they shut her down she's in a boot the ankle was not ready for the Vancouver showcase, she played Trying to anyway. give it a go, right? And, you know, I mean, it's a fine line, right? Because you don't want to fault a kid for going out and trying to do it for her team and picking up those that are missing time, like a Jada Craig, who again missed last night. She's got a knee injury. Um, and then Najee Stephanie, who's started six games this year, she missed with a concussion. But Micah Sheets, I mean, you have to know your body. But you don't want to be, and, and I hate to make it sound this simplistic and cli- kind of primalistic, but you don't want to be soft. And you don't want to be perceived as soft. You're a competitor. You're an athlete. You want to go out there and tough it out. But that's the problem with ankles especially um, and, you know, a, a few other parts of the body. But certainly ankles, you just have to rest them. You have to rest them, and they're not going to get better unless you do that. And Michael was a bit premature in coming back, and so now it's going to cost her a couple of weeks. And Coach Zell said, you know, we don't have South Carolina. We don't have Michigan State walking through that door. Well, you do still have Tennessee, as she mentioned, but also this Houston team again. I mean, they returned their top seven scores and minutes getters. So I know I said it yesterday, but I'm going to say it again, and I was wrong yesterday. But this Houston team, they're going to bring something different to the table. ETSU lost by 19 last year at their place. And now this year, uh, you know, having them at home will certainly help. But this is pretty much the same team that beat them by 19, put up 88 on the box, and it will, again, not be easy. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's not going to be easy. And I, I agree. The one thing about ankles, we can go back to Micah Sheets for just a second. Yeah. The, the What they have learned in this job in 17 years, you get the high ankle sprain, it's really tough. Yeah. You know, the, the, the lower the sprain, under the ankle, you can – you can play, you can manage, you can go. You get the high ankle sprain, you try to go on it, it ends up just making it worse. The swelling comes back. It's just harder to come back from a higher ankle sprain. And and the big thing is, is, is the swelling. There are plenty of people. You get the treatment two, three times a day, and they put the stem on it and the ice and all the good fun stuff. And a lot of people can maybe hobble around depending on the ankle injury. But, again, I, th- I believe she had the high ankle sprain. You get, you get a high ankle. I'm just – you know, you can do more harm and, and really stun yourself, which is maybe what she did. Instead of maybe waiting an extra two, three days or a week to play, she played. Now she'll have to wait an extra two weeks to even see if that's ready at that point. So, uh, you know, non-conference is great. You want to win as many games as humanly possible. I love the fact that she is a competitor and wanted to go. But at this point now, it's like, okay, 
we need I'd sit her back by January. Need, need back to, to January. Maybe, the, you know, if there's a game before it, just to get her back in the loop. But, you know, the women's team has that weird break right in the middle. Two weeks. You know, yeah. so I, everyone's going to be a little bit of rust uh, there. So I, I just hope she rests it, trust the trainers, you know, not not be hero and go out there and try to try to do something that you can't do and 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 help your team win that way again i like the fact she went out there and tried to battle uh but obviously it wasn't uh, wasn't the right time for the ankle to be totally healed you know if she's 80 percent 90 percent was that okay i don't even know if she was that much i think she just wanted to go out there and, and again try to help uh and the truth is try to help because you know jada craig w- was out and so I, other than her i mean her Eric and Kai kind of can dribble a little bit. But, I mean, for the most part, those are your two point guards. Yeah. And if you lose them, then, okay, who do we slide over into what? Do we go with the freshman Upton? Do we just let Eric Haynes over and have the hand, uh, ball a little more in her hands, see what happens? So I, I get what Micah was trying to do. Uh, you know, hopefully she just takes care of herself. Now this Houston team is going to be uh, getting home should help, maybe coming off a win should help. Honestly, I didn't look at Houston's schedule to see where they were before they came here and who they play afterwards. Are they overlooking ETSU? Have they been on the road for a while? Is this just a fly up here, fly back deal? You know, I'm curious to see their mindset when they come uh, inside Brooks Gym as well tomorrow. Again, 2 p.m. tip inside Brooks Gym, ETSU taking on Houston. 1.30 will be the tip time. Um Here's Coach Zell on Houston, and it's a team that has had a very aggressive early schedule, including uh, three overtime games already, and Florida Gulf Coast in the last game that they were basically tied going into the last two minutes, ended up losing by 10. But Coach Zell has some thoughts on Houston as well. We're not going to do a whole lot of running because we need to save some legs, but sure. we are going to try to be really cerebral about our preparation, uh, same way that we went into app. We did nothing but walk through in half court in preparation for app. We'll do the same thing tomorrow. We'll watch some film. We'll go through our scouting report. And it's like I, I've told you guys before, our standard is the standard. It doesn't change dependent upon who we play. We prep the same way. We, we talk through things the same way. And uh, it'll be it'll be an exciting game. Hopefully we've got a home court advantage. Hopefully we get a lot of people here that come see us as the, uh, appetizer before the men take on Wofford. So we're excited about the challenge. It's a, it's a good opportunity for us to kind of figure out again where we are, where we're deficient, and where we need to get better. I thought the the uh, interesting thing there was just how she's going to treat the game. I mean, the truth is, do you really want the team coming in and doing a whole lot? I mean, they're finished on a high. They got a lot of confidence. Do a quick walkthrough. Here's what Houston does. Here's what we do. Again, she's shorthanded, so I don't think Coach Zell can run a lot. So I like the mindset of what they're going to do today, Friday, going into tomorrow's Saturday game. Let's talk men's basketball now. And that game tomorrow against Wofford, I mean, it comes at an odd time, obviously. You've got Fletcher McGee, Cam Jatson, et cetera, et cetera. Bold predictions. I think we're each going to have one of those on the game tomorrow um, with the men's team. And it may not feel like it's time for the game, but regardless of that, it's here. Uh, and obviously Wofford is a team that is projected pretty much anywhere you look, top two at the worst, top three in the conference if some have slotted ETSU ahead of Wofford. Uh, when it comes down to the end of the year, and again, I I hate to qualify every statement I make about the Southern Conference in this way, but I, the regular season only means so much. You know, you'd like to improve your seed, have an easier road to a conference championship, but uh, you're all going to be in the same place come March. And uh, I personally like if there were four, six teams that made it out of the conference and then were in the postseason and the others were cut. That's not how it is. So this game will mean a certain amount come the end of the season. It's not make or break. It's not life and death, but it is a great chance to, again, much like ETSU, I think, did on Tuesday against Georgia Southern, make a statement and show that they belong ahead of Wofford going forward. Well, and 
you know, Wofford's had a, a couple of great games and a couple of nail biters. You know, they, they were tied, I think, with three minutes to go with North Carolina. Uh, that was in their building. Ended up losing by 11. North Carolina had some free throws late. It made that a little uglier than what it really was. Uh, obviously, the 20-point win last time out against uh, South Carolina. You know, uh, Nathan Hoover, career-high 30 points. You know, Fletcher McGee was held for the first time in 76 games under double figures. Wow. So he had a 76-game uh, scoring streak of double digits. He had eight against South Carolina. He's actually off to not a very – for his standards, his shooting numbers are down. And I don't know if that's – he's pressing. He's looking to break Steph Curry's Southern Conference record. He's actually still on pace to break the NCAA record for yep. three. So I don't know if that's starting to get to him. Teams are doing different things to him, to be honest. Uh, I've, I've watched – very little. One or, I watched a little bit of North Carolina. I watched a little bit of South Carolina. So I haven't seen all the other teams and what they're kind of doing to them. But it's tough because ETSU doesn't have the athletes North Carolina does. Neither is Wofford. And South Carolina has different type of athletes than both those teams do. So it's tough to watch that and go, oh, that's what they're doing to them. You know, they have a six-seven wingman on them. There is no six-seven wingman on Wofford or ETSU's team doing that. So it's very difficult to watch that. But uh, I do think. For ETSU, Cam Jackson had a, a, a not a career day as far as points, but he had a dominant day against ETSU inside Freedom Hall last year. He missed the game down in Spartanburg because he was out with a concussion from the previous game. And so he only played one of two games against ETSU, but he was a difference maker in Freedom Hall. I think Jeremy Rodriguez and Milad Narmer are going to have their work cut out for him, A, keeping Jackson off the boards, but also stop him from scoring because he had, I think, 19 points, 18, 19 points, and was very efficient from the field. I think he was 19 of 15. Uh, he had double-digit rebounds. I mean, he was just all over the place, and he had three block shots. So I think ETSU post players, very important. They handle Cam Jackson because, to me, Wofford shoots a lot of threes. Eventually, some are going to go down. But if they get the threes with Cam Jackson or Cam Jackson scoring and you've got to try to collapse on him, now all of a sudden those contested shots are wide open shots. So to me, Cam Jackson's the X factor for ETSU to try to stop. And then ETSU starts uh, you know, either 1-0 or 0-1 in conference play. And then their next game's Furman. There's nobody else in the league that is playing two of the top four teams. And, and really, if you include ETSU, a, a little top three team round robin there. Right. Uh, that No one else is doing that in the first two games. So ETSU is either going to be ahead of the curve after a couple of games, the road game at Wofford, home game at Furman, or they're going to be behind the eight ball early in the season. One thought on Fletcher McGee, and you mentioned it, his shooting is down 39% from the floor, 38% from three, which is good for a lot of people, 38%, but for the nation's top shooter, quote-unquote, and a lot of people uh, do say that. Um, I think anywhere you look, you'll see that Houston, or that uh, excuse me, Fletcher McGee is you know at that level. Um, and whether it be the big outlets, little outlets, in betweens. So, do you think it's possible? Because Fletcher McGee did put his name in for the draft last year. I don't think he ever planned on going in it. He just kind of wanted to test but, the water. Well, is I mean, it possible that he didn't like what he heard, and it's kind of getting no, to no, him? And he's so, pressing now. So that's exactly what I was going to say, and and you perfectly lead in because when you go to that. The best thing that happens when you go to that is they give you all your deficiencies. You are slotted here. I think it was in the top 60. Of course, you look at the number of draft picks, and even in the top 60 to 80, you're in that range of do I go in the second round or not, and if you do, it's not a guaranteed contract. So most people, it doesn't make sense to go in the draft in, in that situation if you got a good situation back in college, which Fletcher does. But he got the word of, okay, this is what your deficiencies are. Now, I don't know what those are, but clearly – 
I'm guessing some of his deficiency was dribbling and taking care of the basketball. And then I'm, I'm guessing the other part is how he handles shooting, not just like three-point shooting, but is he doing it off the bounce? Is it a catch and shoot? Is it a good shot? Is it you know? Is he just working on trying to shoot as far back as humanly possible? That's the things I don't know, but I guarantee you he has taken that because we saw that with Georgia State. Uh, you know, and their, and their talented guard that was in the 80th, he was 85th or something on the rankings. Yeah. And they said, hey, he can't shoot to three. He had trouble dribbling. Well, what do we saw? We saw five step back threes. Right. Him dribbling between <laughs> and a step back. So now he hit two of the five. But he clearly had worked on that all off season because that's what his deficiencies were. Right. So I'm guessing the same thing for McGee. What do you think happens tomorrow night? And we'll I, save a lot of it for bold predictions, but the big things that will decide the game. Uh, well, the the big things I think are going to be rebounding. Uh, and ETSU's been great at it. And you can't let Wofford – you can't let Wofford have clean looks from three. The other thing is you can't get caught up in they hit two, three threes in a row coming down the court. Now I've got to go shoot two, three threes coming down the court. So uh, ETSU last year in two games had over 40 uh, – I think they had 42 points. They had over 40 points for sure, points off turnovers. And so they're very good at getting turnovers. And even though Wofford only averaged about 11.5 turnovers for both games – that's a lot of points off turnovers, so Bucks were very efficient in taking turnovers and putting them into points. I think that'll be the second big key because the Bucks can outrun Wofford, but they have to have opportunities to outrun them. I'm excited. It should be a good atmosphere. Oh, I can't wait. I, it, it was a great I mean, way to turn Buck fans away last year, and I hate that, that they didn't go ahead and buy their tickets online, but I like that there was enough of a takeover yep. there, and it sounded like an ETSU home game towards the end of that contest, and I assume our Buck fans will make the trip down. As a matter of fact, you could actually watch the women's game and still get down there in plenty of time for that's Tip right. and Spartanburg. That's so, right. All right, that's segment one. Sanderson to sidekick. More after this from the Buccaneers Sports Network. Congrats. You made it. Through National Ice Cream Day, National Hot Dog Day, and even National Sunglasses Day. You took on the heat, took care of the yard, and even took a vacation. But now it's October, and you finally have a chance to breathe. And with that chance to breathe also comes a chance for fun when you play new October Instant Games. Pick up one of four new games for a chance to win $1,000 up to a $1 million. Fall into some fun with new October Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Wow, am I happy about my new Wow Rate e-checking account at Citizens Bank. I got a huge rate on my deposit and great account features. With that sort of a deal, I'm saving for much-needed Bucks tickets to cheer on my team. Learn more about Wow Rate e-checking accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Wow Rate e-checking accounts at CitizensBank24.com. Go Bucks! Make your own way. Citizens Bank member FDIC. Looking to promote your business but don't know the best avenue? Stand out from the crowd and go big with billboards. We're Allison Outdoor, and we're the new guys in town. Whether it's digital or traditional billboards, our locations span the Tri-Cities. If you're looking for high exposure for a day, a year, or anything in between, we have rates and packages for you. Call Nick Stickley for pricing at 423-360-4809 or allisonoutdoor.com. And go Bucks! Are you having fun at bad time? Mm, you smell fresh as spring. Hey, Frank, is this lettuce ready for the customers? No. No, not yet. Frank, they're perfect. Let go of the cart. No. Frank, now. But I didn't get to say goodbye. At Food City, our produce experts are passionate about offering the freshest fruits and vegetables around. We're Food City, and we're very picky about produce. Today and every day, the Johnson City Way. 
Johnson City Hyundai is proud to support East Tennessee State Athletics. Excellence in education, teamwork and trust, success and understanding. They are the core values that drive the ETSU Athletics program to excellence. ETSU Athletics and Johnson City Honda, a winning combination, the Johnson City way. Today and every day, Johnson City Honda is committed to bringing the Tri-Cities a truly unique way to buy a new Honda or a certified pre-owned Honda. It's a way of business we like to call the Johnson City way. When you come to Johnson City Honda, you can have the confidence in knowing you're getting a great deal along with outstanding customer service that will last long after the sale. We invite you to come by today and shop our outstanding selection of vehicles and experience a different way, an easy way, our way, the Johnson City way. Johnson City Honda, proud to support the ETSU Athletics Program. Today and every day, the Johnson City way. Johnson City Honda, Johnson City. I'm not supposed to say that. Jump in. Yes. Let's go. It's big boy football. We're not playing touchy-filly, everybody be happy, you know, football anymore. Let's go. I think our offense looks putrid. We act like we had never seen a defensive line before. It's really an embarrassing performance. I thought I was going to have a coronary down here on the sideline on offense. Let's go. Sleep is that important? Go get some more. We'll play without you. Let's go. I'd have that goalpost thrown over my shoulder coming back up the interstate, probably naked with the thing on my shoulder. I'll carry that rail myself, 100-something pounds, but I'll put that thing under one arm and get it in the trophy case. Let's go. I can't wait to get home and fire up a cigar and have my Dot Pepsi. Let's go. If you'd offered me 6-1 to begin the season, I would probably thought I'd been drinking something other than Dot Pepsis with the cigars. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm an old fat guy, and I'm sitting here fighting cramps right now. Let's go. I might smoke up at least $20 worth of cigar tonight. Let's go. I was sitting here looking at chicken wings and tater tots. And I think I got to stop those three buses somewhere and buy them an ice cream cone. We just got to find somewhere that's got a buttload of soft serve ice cream. Let's go. Well, I don't know if I want you to know where I live, but I'll be <laughs> glad to meet you somewhere. Let's go. Oh, man. I'm just, Jacob, phenomenal job in the studio on the timing. Sandoz word number one, it hits. Oh, that was fantastic. Okay, just because football season is over does not mean the Randy Sanders montage ends as well. Nor should it. We've still got about a minute worth of time in the montage that we can fill. Now, we're not just going to put anything in there. It's about finding sound bites from Randy Sanders, head coach of ETSU football, that fit, that are solid enough to get in, and so you will have a vote. Jacob back in studio will have a vote. If we need a third vote on a tie break on a soundbite, then I will provide. These are all new new break. ones, correct? These are all new ones. Uh, I believe we have six or so. Um, now we still have, and so we got tabled. We got tabled. We're doing ones, that so later, don't right? Don't think that this is over after today either. We've got like ten tabled ones. So. Right, and I, I've talked to Coach Sanders. He yeah. said he would be willing to come in and help out with the table. Oh ones. wow, yes. Okay, so that's a fantastic we, preview of that. I'm going to give him a little bit of time, and then I'll try to coordinate with him so he won't be able to surprise me. A little with bit of time, yeah, a little bit. But, well, but we will be able to. Well, I don't know if you could work I on. Can, yeah, you might be able to have him end, walk yeah, in yeah, just exactly. at some point. He walks. In on oh the my first goodness! Of the, oh that would be gosh, spectacular. Epic. Okay, right. so first bite. Uh, I think we have six or so. These are over like the last two or three weeks because we haven't done a Sanders montage in quite some time. Jacob, go ahead and play that first bite. Sounds like I'm never happy. Well, I am happy. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
That clearly does not sound like he's happy. It does not sound like he's happy. And it's also, I love the fact that I always thought that, too. When he said it, I was thinking that same thing. That was from, actually, a little bit of time ago. I think I forgot to play it. Um, that was earlier in the season um, in one of the earlier montages. But that is montage-worthy or not montage-worthy. I love it because he doesn't sound happy a lot. He's always pressing for more, but that is precisely what makes him so good, I think, and the fact that he will revel for a little bit of time, but hey, 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 we got a lot to work on. Let's reel it back in. Let's figure out what we need to do to get better, and that's what got ETSU to the playoffs, that kind of mindset, in my opinion. I'm still playing in my head. I know. Play one more uh, time there, yeah. Jacob. Jake. Sounds like I'm never happy. Well, I am happy, but... <laughs> it's just something like he's trying to talk himself into right. it. Oh, I don't. Gosh, well, here's the hard part for me is I don't know what the other six are. Yeah. So I don't. I don't. It has to stand on its own. It can't be dependent on the other six. You want a table? I like no. I I I like it, but I don't think it's montage worthy. Okay, Jacob. Yeah, I'm with Jay on that one. I'm not totally sold on it either. Uh, I I I like Randy. I like that he's a little bit extra on the maybe feisty side sometimes, but I don't need him to tell me that he's a nice guy. I like it when he's mean. I don't need the opposite Andy. <laughs> yeah, Andy. Okay. yeah, I'm fine with Okay, that. perfect. That one is out. Let's go ahead okay. and play number two. I, I don't believe I said some of those. I think <laughs> y'all making them up on me now. I love that one because that was in his response <laughs> yes, to the montage. after he heard the montage. At Wildwind Cafe on the coach's show on Wednesday night. I think it fits the montage. I, I, I think that actually may be your ender. I, I think that, that might be the ending statement of the montage. I am a yes on that. Jacob. I am as well. I don't want to agree with Jay on everything because it's just a bad way to live through life. But I agree <laughs> with him on that one, on these first two. Uh, I agree. Uh, That's a clean sweep for me, too. I think that you're yeah. absolutely right. I thought, oh, yeah. I, I thought I had an ender before that came about, but now I think I'm going to have to reconsider and shuffle some things around. So that one is in. Jacob and Pro Tools, go ahead and drag that down to a different line so I know exactly what's going on. Uh, obviously, I forget things easily. Can uh, I tell you what his favorite is, or would you like me to tell you that at the end? Let's, let's okay. say that for the end, because right, I, I do want to hear that. Uh, let's right. hear number three. Well, I'm a good quick. athlete now. <laughs> I love that one. Uh, simply because I think that you gave him the, really? <laughs> yeah. He came back with a real, and I, I, and that was talking about Austin Herrick, I'm sure, and racing him. That's been a theme for Randy throughout mm. the year. He wants to race Austin Herrick. I can beat Austin Herrick in a race, and I'm a good athlete now. Just the matter-of-fact way that he said it. I love the tone of it. I, I wish I would have cut out where he said if Austin Herrick didn't throw the ball away, he was going to be so mad at him, he's going to make Dylan uh, Wigger and Trey Mitchell run for it. Right. I enjoy that because he wasn't going to do whatever. I think that's actually what started it. Okay. And then we went into another bit, and then uh, he went and he said, play it one more time. Play I'm a good quick. athlete now. <laughs> it's a quick hitter. It, 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 it is. It comes out it of is. nowhere. It, it's solid. I, I'm going to say no, but it is solid. Jacob? Yeah, it's too short for the montage. We need some big bites. We need some nice concise bites, but something a little bit more substance to it. Again, I agree with Jay, and I'm upset about it. A bit more body behind yeah. the bite. Okay, I understand that. So we've got uh, one in and two out. We're uh, I'm just through. I'm just tired of Jacob using big words in the same sentence. Can he just calm it down back there? Can you just, just know? <laughs> Jacob, be warned. We're halfway through, and Jay's already getting annoyed with you. Let's hear number there four. There you go. I really hope my wife and daughters aren't listening to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think that, yes. That, yes. Again, that could be another one that's an ender. That's yes. I just think that's about all yes. of these that we have the possibility for. Yeah. We need like a triple ending. Uh, Jacob? 
I agree. I, I think that maybe both of those could be the ba- the last two bites that we've gotten here for today. I agree with uh, Jay again. You and Yeah, Jay he said he wasn't going to agree with me, but all right. Okay, so we're in on that one. Two in, two out. What's number five? For some reason, my body doesn't know that we change the clocks. <laughs> it's just one of those yeah, weird, right, like, right. Randy's kind of, uh, at some point, a, a You can take that many away. Did we change yeah, the yeah. game time? Did, we, did it actually change from uh, daylight savings? And what are we seems, talking about? He seems particularly mystified, too. Like, your body would just know. But that doesn't happen. It doesn't just know. And so the way he said it, so matter-of-factly, again, I just uh, I, I like that one. I do like it. I'm going to say no. Jacob? Here we go. I get to finally disagree with Jay. I like it. Let's put it in there. It's something different. It's weird because he's always been a coach on the East Coast, Tennessee, Kentucky, Florida State, now ETSU. The time changes mess with his maybe his brain, maybe the way he lives. We may find that out in the next soundbite, but I, I, I like it. His circadian rhythms, perhaps? I'm saying no. I'm not in on that wow. one. I, I really enjoy it. I'm really – I just can't put anything in there. And I have no that, idea what you two are trying to prove today. That one, to me, does not live up to it. So we're two for five on these. Let's get the last one, Jacob. Slept in to 9.47 the other morning. Didn't know I could do that. <laughs> I love that he didn't give you 9.45. 9.47, 9.47. Exactly. I, I looked up. Clock said 9.47. See, you heard it right there. The clock said 9.47. I'm going – I'm going to say no. It's good. I'm going to say no. Jacob? I'm going to no as well. Uh, I like that he was exact about it, the 9.47. I woke up at 9.12 this morning, Randy, so I beat you by 35 minutes. But I, I, I don't think so. Beat him by 35 minutes. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. it's out. Uh, two of six. So we yeah. added two. Eh, it was a lackluster grouping, I think, overall. What was Randy's favorite one of the entire montage? Randy's favorite one of the initial montage is where he told me he didn't want me to know where he lived. Yes, absolutely. He was like, I think my – because I asked him, he just walking down the hallway, I said, hey, I said, we got these tabled montages. Do you want to be the judge on that? He goes, yeah. He, he goes, uh, I said, what's your favorite two? And he goes, well – he goes, I don't know my second one. He said, my first one is I think where I told you I didn't want you to know where I lived. He said, yeah. I like that one pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah. So he loved that one. I love that one, too. And he said, what's your favorite? And I said, I'm still kind of partial to the buttload of ice cream because it came out of nowhere. It's one thing to say, well, let's let's stop. Let's get ice cream. But then he had to think about it. Well, let's go, you need a lot of ice cream. And then he went with buttload of ice cream. So that's a, in my thought process. It was that I did enjoy. Now it's in my top three or four. The I don't want you to know where I live thing. That was going to be, I think, the one that I wanted to end on because it's simply just like. Oh, it's a good one to end on. Oh, I, it'd man. be hard to. I mean, it, I think you've got a couple now that you could choose from. Yeah. Either the the wife. I don't want my wife and daughter to hear that. I think you could go. I don't Brilliant. know where you live. Yeah, you could go with those. Uh, fantastic! Another great Randy Sanders montage. I will update All right. and uh, we will go ahead and put that on the. SoundCloud page, and we'll revisit it when we go to tabled items later in the year. Yeah, we'll get him in uh, tabled items. Yep. I don't know if we'll do it before Christmas, after Christmas. We'll, we'll find out. Got to be a surprise. That's the deal with the standards montage. Yeah, that it is. That it is. All right, that'll do it for that segment. We've got another apparently segment. I don't know what's going on here on Santos and Sidekick. Yeah. Subscribe SoundCloud iTunes right for this time out on the Bucket Air Sports Network. Ballot Health is an integrated healthcare system built to meet the local needs in Northeast Tennessee and Southwest Virginia, together with community. We are transforming our region. We're making communities healthier. We're expanding access to critical services in rural areas. And we're investing in health research and medical education. It's your story. We're listening. Ballot Health is proud to be the official health care provider of ETSU Athletics. Go Bucks!
The Carnegie Hotel is Johnson City's only AAA four-diamond property that is unique, tranquil, and brimming with character, just adjacent to East Tennessee State University. When it's time to dine, Wellington's Restaurant in the Carnegie Hotel is the place to be, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner in grand style. And why not come indulge yourself at Austin Springs Spa, located right inside the Carnegie Hotel. East Tennessee's premier full-service spa provides everything you need to rejuvenate, revive, and renew. The Carnegie Hotel, 1216 State of Franklin Road in Johnson City. Wendy's has an all-new... You had me at Wendy's. Good, because Wendy's has a new bacon cheeseburger, and it's called... You had me at bacon. Well, what if I told you Wendy's kept going and added a smoky, tangy sauce, and it's called the Sawsome Bacon... You had me at Sawsome. It's called the Sawsome Bacon Classic. Sawsome Bacon Classic? Sounds amazing. Why didn't you just say that from the start? Also, if you download the Wendy's app, you'll get special offers like $2 off any combo. Huh, well, now you have me downloading the Wendy's app. At participating Wendy's for a limited time. Mulliken Hardwood Flooring is a beautiful addition to any room. Enjoy the luxury of hardwood flooring in your home with Mulliken's pre-finished, sold, or engineered, ready-to-install selection of beautiful hardwood flooring and a wide variety of domestic and exotic species. Please visit the following Johnson City locations to learn more. Dockery's Floor Covering, House of Paneling, Carpet and Door Mart, and K&M Flooring. Kingsport locations include Dalton Direct Carpets, Custom Floors by Carlin, and Providence Flooring and Paint. Visit the Smile Floor Service in Bristol. Trust the clear leader in quality hardwood flooring, Mulliken Flooring. Over the last 70 years, Johnson City Power Board has had a few different looks, but we've remained the same trusted partner you rely on. Now, we've changed our name to Bright Ridge to match our vision, to deliver on our promise of great service you can count on, embracing common sense technology to strengthen the communities we serve. We're glad to be your public power provider. Bright Ridge, new name, renewed promise. Learn more at brightridge.com. New coach, new era, new day. Here from ETSU football headman Randy Sanders all fall on the ETSU Coaches Show now on Wednesday nights. If you're scared by all the change, don't be. Voice of the Bucks, Jay Sando, still host from Wild Wing Cafe, and it's still a 6 o'clock start now every Wednesday throughout the football season. Morristown native and new ETSU football head coach Randy Sanders on the ETSU Coaches Show right here on WXSM AM 640. The Extreme Sports Monster. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? He texted me at 2 in the morning. Please, the number 4. Have we? And he never brought it up again. So middle of the day on a Wednesday, he sent me munch, no, no, from, from, no. Ain't no punctuation ever. He's got to have letters missing from his keyboard. I'm still trying to figure that one out, bro. The back end of two basketball games and a football game in the same weekend. It was a 6 a.m. email that said, Shoe runs my world, curls. Which either meant, who runs the world, girls, that Beyonce song, or was just a terrible shoe joke. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is a new one for listeners. A segment developed a lot by you, as a matter of fact. It's fair. Uh, you were one of the ones that, now, I will say, I think I came to you with the Boy, Jay, there's sometimes where I just have no idea what you're talking about. Text, email, and, and you're like, oh, gosh, we got to do something that makes fun of my lack of knowing the English language. Yeah, well, now, in fairness, I get probably four to five text, emails, or even a voicemail that will say, you sent me something, and this is what it said, and I have no idea yeah. what you're talking about or referring to. Right. 
And in this case, we do audio versions of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple stories as well that are out there. Uh, Mike White, who just had his last day here, I wish he would have st- stuck around for about 15 or so minutes. Uh, sports Information Director, Assistant AD, Associate AD. It's kind of over the entire Sports Information Department. He had a great one that uh, that came about earlier this year. But I think it's a testament to you, and Jay knows the English language, that we've had to wait about three months since the show's been going to finally peel back the curtain on this one and I think we have some good sound bites and the idea behind this segment is not only to make fun of you of course but <laughs> also fun with. but also to get an idea of what was going on in your head on each of these sound bites and so well, Jake good, okay first of all good luck with that <laughs> I would also like to say I find it amusing that I was crushing you guys for using big words not knowing that uh, the English language is going to be the right. segment here so it kind of worked out uh, you got two two for one there Jacob, go ahead and play that first sound bite. We get Santos and the side click. Uh, <laughs> who? You struggle with who? the name of the show. Jacob, play the second one. This is Santos and the SoundCloud. <laughs> you you don't know the name of this show. It's Santos and the side click. It's Santos and the SoundCloud. You get twisted around. No, let, let me. No, no, no. Hold Please, on. Yes. Let let me let me ask you. Wh- which word do I get right? Which word do I get right? Sandos. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. That's all you need to know about the show. I don't care about anything else about the show. You heard what the most important part of the show was, right? Oh, my gosh. It's incredible to me the ways that you've found to mess up the name of the show that we've been doing every day, aside from a couple here on Thanksgiving break, but every day for the last three months. And I'll give you this. A couple of those were pretty early on. But Sandos in the SoundCloud was just too good yeah. to pass up. Sandos in the side <laughs> click, I love yeah, as well. Sure. Um, so it's a very basic start to it. The name of the show, the entire foundation that this segment is built into and that our hour of every day is built around, you haven't been able to get right. Let's go ahead and find some individual big words that you've uh, gone on to uh, Mr. Butcher. Yeah, yeah, go ahead with uh, the first one, Jacob. Being etiquette or the etiquettes. The etiquettes. How do you not know what the etiquettes are? What is an etiquette? That is not a word. That's the plural. So <laughs> it's not being just etiquette, but if, if there's, you know, to multiple people, you're the etiquettes of, of what you're doing. Somebody please fact check is that, is, is that, no that, that, that is a word. Come on. No, Come on. Etiquettes is the correct plural term of etiquette. Oh, gosh. Uh, number two, Jacob. Chronological or chronological order. I'll get that in a second. I talk for a living. At least uh, you probably, know that you yeah, chrono- I probably will not get that. Chrono- chrono- uh, what's the third one, Jacob? Brandon just salivates when he sees the Bucks on the schedule. I think it's pronounced salivates. Now, I, not I salivates? I wasn't sure if you were intentionally doing that because it's just like you're going with it, you're having a good time, salivates. But I've heard you say salivates a few times where I'm quite sure you put the emphasis on the wrong syllable, Jay Sandoz. <laughs> <laughs> There, there is, there, <laughs> there is no, no doubt uh, that I put the wrong emphasis on a lot of words that people uh, bring up to me. Um, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to look that up. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure in my world I'm, I'm saying that correctly, but uh, evidently I'm, uh, I've gotta, I've gotta change that. Okay, there were two from the same football game. I believe it was the Mercer game, and so go ahead and play the first one, Jacob. 
plenty of ways to engulf Sanderson's sidekick. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, there's that To one. engulf right. it, yeah. In golf? Yeah, intake, engulf, sure, in same the, thing. Yeah. I, I think the E-N, you, you, you had the right first two letters, but engulfing Sanderson's sidekick, that means aren't we engulfing them? Then engulf means like to envelop, to overwhelm. Are you really it? asking me if I know what the word yeah, means? <laughs> Are you? Have you heard this segment and you're going to ask me if I know what the words mean? Fair point. I forgot, okay. about, I forgot about that one. All right, let's go on to the Mercer ones. And they will get a timeout. Let's take uh, Oh, yes, this is brutal. <laughs> so the Bucks. Now, are you going to give any context to this one? The Bucks with no. 420 to go. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is the Van Wagner. What are we? I've already lost train of thought here. That's it. That's it. Jacob, do it for me, buddy. i got to regroup. Jacob. I, I mean, there's no context to that one, though. I mean, at least give com- some context. Jacob comes back in your ear and says, it's the Van Wagner Buccaneer Sports Network. The, the network that you run, the fact that you forgot that is incredible. Firstly, uh, that was a station ID, and it was right after actually this happened. Go ahead and play this one, Jacob. Eric's going to take a shot deep to Spagnoletti. He's got him. If he throws it to him, it's caught. He dropped it again at the one. Oh, he dropped it. Your will to laugh. <laughs> yeah, Will. Cakes enjoy that. Oh, he dropped it at the one. I still can't recover. Robert, take over for a second, buddy. It was a little underthrown. <laughs> Shut up, Robert. I don't know. Who I lets love Robert that talk? Robert comes in and says, Who lets Robert talk? That was the worst decision of that conversation. I, what? Yes, I was still trying to recover from the Bucks, would have put the game away. There was a timeout right after that. And I was really just I, – I had my – literally I had my, my hands or my head in my hands looking down at the ground, <laughs> a defeated man. I remember Mike Ezekiel and Kevin Brown from the Sports Information Department actually saying out loud, is he still on air right now? Like they were just genuinely not sure what was going on. Um, by the way, how long has this music been? Twelve and a half. That is unbelievable. Good work there. Well, I but, figured we had to play these off. The other systems, we could play the music. It's kind of like the Jay Sandoz Lounge, right? Here's yeah. some things that yeah. Jay Sandoz doesn't know how to say. Okay. Everybody sit down and enjoy. Step into <sighs> Jay Sandoz's office for some lessons in English or at least how to avoid using the things that Jay Sandoz has used. Eticacies may still be my favorite one of this segment. I like that you can't go back and figure out what you're trying to say, but you have a reasoning for some of them. You have a reasoning for the Mercer ones. Eticacies you think is the plural of etiquette. You think you've been saying salivates right all the time by saying salivates. So really, I at least have them. You think you're still in the right? I, I, I think. That's the beauty. I mean, is Salavate's not right? I mean, I've not been proven yet. I don't. I mean, am I supposed to take your word? I mean, is it just you? I mean, what? I mean, on English, maybe. I mean, should we go to pronounce.com and have the the, the robot tell now, me if I'm idea. right or wrong? That could be an idea to enhance the segment. Yeah, I mean, just have. How I say it, how the robot says it. Yeah. <laughs> if it says salamates, I'm going to lose. I'm, I'm going to be beside it. I won't be unbelievable. That's Jay knows the English language. I don't know when we'll do another one, but uh, it's so far one of my favorite can, things. Can I give you the, the the one that we do not have tape that we should have yes, tape, which, which is the Hall of Fame one? I actually uh, used the word, uh, I don't know, I was don't know exactly what I was trying to say. I was trying to say something was ironic and then. Make it plural, whatever. Anyways, I came up with ironicies, and, and I was doing high school football game of the week, and my partner stopped as I tried to like gloss over because I realized when I said it, well, that can't be right. I tried to gloss over, and he stopped and he goes, "Jay, Jay, Jay, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Is that the Greek god of irony? <laughs> like, what is that?" Nice. And then I thought, boy, that was as, as crazy as my. Head. Oh yeah, but it was also a way for him, as as most 
guys I work with to make fun of me. Right. To get it out there. So that, I think that's my all-time you worst just like to one. throw C's. C-I-E-S on the end of any word, think that's the plural. Well, yeah, that's and I, I'm coming to it. Yes, it, well, and I do that a lot. It's, it's sort of like when I don't know something, I just use jobby. Like, you know, right. uh, and it's uh, all-encompassing. There's uh, a lot of times I use different plurals, and that's you what I toss You found a way to. around not knowing English and still talking for a living. Isn't that something? It is. Yeah. I, I think more impressive than the normal announcer. <laughs> because and when you talk to yourself for four hours, Mike, you've grown to learn that uh, you're going to say something that probably comes out wrong. I understand that. Yeah. And that. you don't even know you say it till later and somebody plays it back for you. You're going, oh, I said that. Oh, look at that. Good time. All right. That's it for that segment. We'll come back. Bold predictions. Final segment. Santa's sidekick on Buccaneers Force Network. Let Ferguson's knowledgeable product experts kick off your next kitchen or bath project with the latest in touch and hands-free faucets. High-performance gas ranges or low-decibel dishwashers. They're really quiet. Request your appointment today at fergusonshowrooms.com. The best decision ever. Visit your local Ferguson showroom at 1000 Quality Circle in Johnson City and choose from an extensive lighting collection of the most sought-after brands. Find the one-of-a-kind fit for your home at Ferguson. Purchasing a new home, remodeling your home, First Bank and Trust makes applying for a loan easy. Our online application process is designed to allow you to stop anytime and pick up where you left off when it works for you. And after you submit an online application, you can check your loan status anytime. Visit or call me, Rose Fulton, today for help with your purchase, refinance, construction, or home loan. We're there for all your mortgage needs because we're your bank for life. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Pepsi that your father drank and your grandfather drank. When I was your age, we were... This is the Pepsi that your Uncle Ted drank when rock sounded like this. This is the Pepsi for American pastimes. Whether you're tailgating at a speedway or courtside watching your favorite player make a breakaway... He scores! This is the Pepsi for those who are forever fun. This is the Pepsi for every generation. Known for its personalized service and friendliness, the environment at the Johnson City Country Club is comfortable, casual, and inviting. One of the greatest assets is the beautiful clubhouse. From the sweeping verandas, the fireplace in the massive ballroom, to our intimate private dining rooms to our 19th hole, the clubhouse accommodates all desires. For decades, the Johnson City Country Club has been host to numerous wedding receptions, business meetings, golf outings, and an array of social functions. The setting is ideal for any event in any season. Whether your function is large or small, your guests will enjoy a fine dining experience with professional, courteous attention. The Johnson City Country Club, a tradition since 19. 19- 13. No one knows better than the Bucks what it takes to compete on the college level. No one knows better than Bullseye what it takes to compete in the business market. At Bullseye, we provide innovative products and services to help our customers meet their business objectives, and you can count on us for graphic design, printing, mailing services, and much more. Bullseye, a preferred partner of the ETSU Athletic Department. Call Bullseye in Johnson City at 423-283-7772 or visit us on Hanover Road near Cheddar's. Bullseye for all your printing needs. There is no way LeBron James leaves Cleveland again. I agree with Jarvis Landry. I think the Browns are a Super Bowl contender this year. How in the world can you not see that Big Baller brand is far superior to making the NBA than Puma? Yeah, rumors fly a lot. Jason Witten is not going to Monday Night Football. I mean, the Mike Ayers rumor that he's leaving, no way. I bet he's there until 2025. 
Terrell Owens has made a career off jawing, running his mouth. Will he be in Chattanooga for his Hall of Fame induction? No chance. He'll be in Canada. Bold predictions. Bold predictions. Jay Sandoz, Mike Gallagher, and Jacob Townsend, where he's going to lie about the standings. Mike's going to take credit for stuff he didn't do, and somehow I get host. I resent that. That, uh, that sounds right, correct? Uh, almost. Mike uh, now has 12 right on the year, batting 333. That's uh, MVP territory there, Sandoz. And Jay, you have eight right on the year, batting 211. Boom. Right where I want to be. Not very good, Sandos. Not very good. Right where I want to be, though. Uh, I'm deferring. Deferring doing the segment and I win? Perfect. Boom. You heard it. He's out. Jacob, crown me. Make Come your on. predictions. Make your oh. predictions. Now. All right. First prediction, I'm going to go. Erica Haynes-Overton continues her offensive onslaught Saturday against Houston. Put another 20-point performance on the board. Leads ETSU to victory. But I'm going Eric Haynes-Overton. Yet another 20-point performance. I like that. I like that. Eric Haynes-Overton's averaging like 26 per game now after that 35 that she dropped last night against Appalachian State. Uh, I'm going to go with ETSU men's basketball. Trey Boyd sets a new career high against Wofford. I think that he's going to step into Spartanburg and really take it as a bit of a challenge because he likes to shoot the ball, uh, fancies himself a pretty good shooter. That's one of his top assets. I think people know Trey Boyd as a guy that can really fill it up from deep. And with Fletcher McGee being in the building as well, I think that he's going to take that as a bit of a challenge, step up to it, and put up more than 23, which I believe he got, what was it, four games ago, Jay? Yes. Trey Boyd, new career high. I'm going to stick with that game. My second bold prediction will be ETSU will have over 20 points off turnovers at Wofford. So, uh, now Wofford's only averaging the last six games. They're only averaging about, uh, it's a little shy of 11 turnovers per game. So, it probably means if ETSU gets that 11 turnovers, they pretty much got to score on every one of those. But I think they're going to force more turnovers than that, and I think they're going to be able to score points off turnovers. So I'm going to go 20 points off turnovers. I am headed to the gridiron, and I really wrestled with this one for the better part of the entire week, quite honestly. And there's some history behind it. I've gone to them before, and I'm jumping all in. on Northwestern and the Wildcats to defeat Ohio State in the Big Ten championship game. I have a very slim shred of hope and even in my own mind that this will happen but that shred is enough for me to try and get this in my favor get this in pat fitzgerald's favor they only lost to michigan by three they only lost to notre dame by 10 they've won seven of their last eight and two of those have been overranked teams northwestern is going to upset the apple card upset the fcs playoff picture and they will take down the buckeyes northwestern i like with the victory i do i do like that there's about as much chance as that as Jay actually saying a word right. Wow. <laughs> Your thoughts, Jay Sandoz? Uh, nobody likes Jacob. All right. <laughs> um, my last one, uh, I'm going to go FCS playoffs, and I'm going to go Nickel State will go on the road at Eastern Washington on that gaudy red turf. Horrific. I mean, hor- yeah, I agree. And knock off the third national seed in the FCS playoffs, Eastern Washington. I'm going Nickel State to make the trip from Louisiana to the uh, upper northeast Washington area and knock off the Red Turf Eagles. Do we know how much they're favored by, that being Eastern Washington? 
Uh, if you give me a second, I can figure that out. Wait, Should that game be worth five points since it's a nickel? No, it shouldn't be worth five points. Are you trying to get Sandos to catch up yes, to you now? Yes, yes. No, it should not there be should, worth five yes, points. Yes, there should That's be bonus points. Thank you, J- hey, Jacob. It's your segment, buddy. No, you run with it. No, absolutely Run with it not. all you want, buddy. I know you're done with this thing in like two weeks, and you're going on to greener pastures, but you can't just fly off the handle and start doing ridiculous things that make me look bad. Come on, get out of here with this five points. What? Like, like you need him to make you look bad. Is that what, you, that what you're saying? Remember how many predictions you've gotten right. How many I've gotten right. I've gotten a lot. I mean, I mean, let's just remember got... the last segment we just did. <laughs> I'm going to uh, oh, state uh, football. But by, by the way, yeah. East, Eastern Washington, yeah, is favored by twenty and a half. Wow, extra bold. I would actually be willing to have that be a two point prediction. Uh, but I mean, my Northwestern Ohio State has to carry some extra weight too, considering that. There's probably no way that's going to happen. And speaking of things that probably aren't going to happen, I'm interested to see your guys' take on what is more bold, that last prediction that I made, or Raiders over Chiefs in Oakland with <laughs> oh, the Chiefs favored by 15 on the road. Oh, the only wins that Oakland has so oh. far this year are over Arizona and Cleveland. But John Gruden steps up to the plate and knocks one out of the park with an upset over Kansas City. And you know I love John Gruden. I love Herm Edwards. That's mainly where this prediction is coming from. Uh, I'm not sure that I 100% believe it myself, but I'm going in on Northwestern and John Gruden to make me look like a genius. I, <laughs> what's funny is I almost went Lions over Rams. <laughs> I almost did, too. I almost did, too. I couldn't, though. If they still had Golden Tate, I would have, but I just don't. They've given up. Maybe I should do more research at Eastern Washington was 21 point favorites. Maybe you should have done any research at all. More <laughs> research would imply you did some previously. Uh, Santa's and the sidekick. What a great first two segments and a terrible last two segments. So that's what we had for the show. We will on Monday, right, Mike? We're going to talk a little women's hoops, a little men's hoops, get you set up as the men's team also plays Monday night against Reinhardt. So a lot to talk about on Monday. Plus, we'll recap exactly what I got right with my five pointer nickel state. Over Easter Garbage. Washington. Garbage. Santos and the sidekick. I almost said SoundCloud. <laughs> it's on SoundCloud. It's on iTunes. Where else can you tune in for great radio and podcasts such as this? Santos Sidekick, Monday, Buccaneer, Sports Network.